is the art of less doing. I'm going to teach you how to optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life, including your health, in order to be more effective. I want you to stress less, free up as much time as possible, and do the things you want to do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. This is my second special uh, and I still have to get used to saying this word, but it's my second special in between episode. So these are the episodes that we do that are on a, a, a special topic that I want to fit in to our schedule, uh, other than the ones that we already have pre-planned. And today's is going to be really cool. I'm going to be talking, talking with Eben Pagan, who is a a lighthouse beam in terms of the productivity world. He's got some amazing tips and things, and we're going to talk about a new program that he's got coming up. I just want to mention to everybody that if you have not checked out the Less Doing Live event that we've got coming up in May, then you want to do that. And you go to lessdoinglive.com where you can sign up for a free 60-minute coaching call with one of my Less Doing coaches where you'll get some really great actionable value. And you'll also be able to find out about the live event and some of our other programs. And we're going to have speakers like Dave Asprey, Ben Greenfield, Dean Jackson, Joe Polish, and of course me. We'll have some workshops with my mastermind members and it's going to be an incredible weekend. So we're really looking forward to seeing you there. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Eben onto the show. So Eben, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, it's great to be here. So let's first talk about you and productivity a little bit. And how did, how did you get started uh, as an entrepreneur? Yeah, well, you know, I tried things on and off from basically my teenage years up through my 20s um, with varying degrees of success, you know, mostly low. And, uh, and then, um, I had my breakthrough. I wrote a book of dating advice, um, you know, literally sitting at my computer in my bedroom alone. Um, I, you know, I hadn't built a website or sold products online or used any of the, the tools. So I, I really was, uh, starting over. I was kind of starting from scratch. Um, but I was fortunate in that I, you know, I'd taken the lessons that I had learned, um, trying and, you know, failing a lot and also helping other people succeed building their businesses and uh, I just put it to work. You know, this one really seemed to take off. So, you know, I grew my business um, over the next uh, several years, you know, to many dozens of employees, you know, tens of millions of dollars in sales. Um, you know, if you want to dive into any particular piece, we can, you know, go down that rabbit hole. But, uh, you know, about eight years ago, we started teaching business, uh, marketing, productivity, business growth, and so forth. And that that business has done really well uh, as well. We've now trained tens of thousands of entrepreneurs around the world. Um, and uh, really, you know, really lights me up to uh, to help people succeed. Yeah, well, I, it, it must, obviously. And you've helped so many people at this point. So uh, backing up, why a book on dating advice? Um, Were you really good at it? <laughs> yeah, well, so so it's interesting. I in my kind of mid twenties, I was 26 years old. I grew up in Oregon, literally out in the backwoods, you know, I'm, you know, didn't know anyone that was successful, whatever. And as I was growing up, I, I found a copy of Think and Grow Rich at one point and started studying self-help and, um, you know, I'm skipping over a lot of pieces, but basically I decided I wanted to create success for myself. Um, and, uh, I'd always been socially awkward, you know, I never had girlfriends in school and that kind of thing. So, I'm 26 years old. I get this great job in California. I moved down to San Diego. I get this great little apartment right on the beach in La Jolla and I get a 
new BMW and like, I've got this great life and I still can't get a date. And so I say, okay, you know, I'm gonna have to figure this out. And so I just started reading books and going to seminars and hanging out with guys that just kind of got it, that were naturally, I don't know, attractive to women. They got the whole flirting and chemistry thing and, uh, you know, studied the way I do just studied them and studied how they worked and what was going on in their minds. And, um, you know, eventually I learned it, I, I figured it out. And as I, as I figured out the, the dating and the mating kind of game, it just dawned on me, wow, this is something that a lot of people would want to know about. You know, this is, I can, I can really see that there's a huge opportunity. And, uh, at that point there was really no one in the mainstream teaching, uh, dating advice to men. So I just locked myself in my bedroom and wrote my first book. And it was a book of dating advice based on all the notes I had kind of taken over the last couple of years, few years studying it myself. Um, and uh, it, it really just took off. So I figured it out for myself and then I just took what I learned and helped others. And then how did you, and this is maybe more personally interesting to me than, than specifically my user base, cause it's mostly productivity people, but I, I've learned yeah. so much in the last several months about marketing and email funnels and sales and all this stuff that I, I, I never knew. It, it was one of those situations where I really didn't know what I didn't know before. And it's become really fascinating to me from an optimization standpoint, the things that you can do to get information more effectively to people. And so did, was that yeah. something you sort of had to figure out on your own when you were selling that first product? Oh yeah. I mean, when, when I started, <laughs> there were no easy like shopping carts online or, you know, <laughs> any of the tools that we have here. And I mean, I've got story after story of, you know, my website going down for days at a time and, you know, figuring out how to take payments and whatever. And when I started, it was just, you know, a single page and then you could buy my, you know, PDF of my download of my ebook. You mentioned Dean Jackson, who's a good friend. He's the one that originally showed me uh, how to sell ebooks online, you know? And so we had a simple one page sales letter, you know, and then you just filled out a little order form, and then you downloaded it. And then, um, kind of in collaboration with him. Um, and again, you know, he's the one that kind of showed me this stuff, but we just started adding pieces, you know, we added opt-in and added email newsletters and then started creating other products and doing continuity and subscription based things. And, you know, just felt my way along, you know, taking things that some things that were proven and some things that were new and trying stuff and keeping what worked. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, I mean, obviously you moved in a lot of the right directions because, it, it, it works so well. So, uh, and I know, and I know you mentioned there were different, different brands of businesses, but what was the very next one after the, uh, the ebook, uh, in terms of, uh, a product or the ne- a well, the next business? Yeah. So the way I look at it is, you know, in, if you could call it kind of career development, ideally what we do is we move up. We don't just, you know, move laterally. And so I've tried to kind of keep going to the next meta level. So from creating, those dating advice products, what we tried to do is build a little more of a platform. So we had um, another teacher come on, actually a guy that had helped me build our business. And he was really knowledgeable about dating and relationship advice for women. So he started creating, he wrote a book and then he started creating training programs. And so we made it a little bit more of a publishing model where we kind of duplicated it. And then we got a couple of other folks that came in and we started, you know, offering their products. So the next business was a little bit more of a kind of a publishing company where I was no longer the one creating the content, but I was, you know, building the business that did it. And then the one after that was, uh, we launched, um, we launched a company that taught business because as I did this, you know, just like with the dating, 
Um, a lot of my friends came to me and said, hey, you know, you're doing really well there with that, you know, selling your advice online. How are you doing that? And I showed them what I was doing and I would teach them a little bit. And they started having a lot of success, you know, and one of them built a company and then he sold it and another one built a business and sold it and made a lot of money. And another one, you know, wrote a book and started doing well. And so I said, oh, okay, this is another, another one of these areas where if I just take what I've learned about this and start teaching it, you know, I'll go to the next level. So then we started teaching uh, business. Okay. So uh, th- this is almost like a, a rhetorical question for me, but what, how, how does, how did productivity become something that you not, not cared about, but became, you know, <clears throat> really interested in? Yeah. Uh, so th- there was a, there was kind of a critical point actually when I switched from uh, running the dating and relationship business and I decided to start teaching uh, business and then teaching people how to do information products and coaching and training. And I was already working, you know, like 60, you know, the proverbial 60 to 80 hour work weeks, um, you know, checking email right before bed, you know, last thing, and then literally rolling out of bed and, you know, checking email first thing. And all my time was just going in a, a hundred different directions. And I needed to, I basically launched two new companies. I needed to launch two new businesses over several months. And there was just no way to do it. You know, there was going to be no, no possible way to create the content and, you know, do everything while managing everything else. So I, I went back and I started, you know, looking over all the productivity stuff that I had studied before, um, found some new stuff, you know, worked with a couple of mentors um, and just said, okay, I'm going to have to you know, I'm gonna have to really streamline my life. And I put a couple of processes in place, put a kind of a morning, um, you know, what I call a kind of personal productivity, um, ritual in place. And then, um, a personal, I call it a personal success ritual. And then I put one in place for business where when I uh, first started, I would get to work on the highest value things and I was able to do it. You know, I launched these two new companies. Um, they were each multi-million dollar successes and I learned that I could, in fact, you know, get more done and uh, and live a more balanced life. And since then, uh, you know, I, I got married a few years ago. I had a child and that brought a, a whole new level of challenges, you know, into, into my life. So I've had to refine even further. So I think as we as we move on in our lives, we become more and more aware um, there's only so much time and that eventually, you know, the clock is up and we we need to you know, we need to focus on quality more than just quantity. Yeah. Okay. So that's, well, definitely, that makes sense to me. Um, and the, so you have one child? Yeah. I have one daughter. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it's interesting how I always find at least that being a parent really puts productivity to a new kind of test. I feel like test isn't even the right word. Um, and it, it, especially as entrepreneurs, it seems like there's just always a confluence of things anyway. So having a, another person in your life that is not only that you have to care for, but is taking so much of your emotional attention. I always think that it just makes for an interesting, not balance, but integration. Really? <laughs> yeah. She's been, um, she's been like the best time management tool that I could have imagined. Right. And I, <laughs> I couldn't have imagined that. <laughs> um, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about some morning routines. So I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about habits sort of in general, but what, what is that? What do those morning routines look like for you? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll also just talk a little bit about how I, I figured this out. Um, yeah. you know, in my, I, I think like a lot of us, you know, when we get busy, certain things start, you know, falling down the, the priority list in a, in a sense. And so 
I would do this, wake up, you know, immediately start checking email, go to work, start fighting fires, go get a cup of coffee, you know, and then by whatever noon or something, when I realized I was hungry, I was really hungry. And then I'd go get something, you know, maybe at the restaurant downstairs that was fast and that wasn't necessarily that healthy. And I was doing the energy roller coaster. And, you know, I had a lot of those, uh, those elements going on. And, and so what I realized is that through talking to, you know, everything from productivity experts to health experts and so forth, um, you know, Bill Phillips, the guy that did body for life, the, uh, yep. <laughs> uh, you know, he is. <laughs> so course. I had lunch with him and, um, in our conversation, one of the things he said was, he said, you really got to nail that first meal. You got to get that first meal right. Because if you do, first of all, you know, you get your blood sugar balanced and you get some sustainable energy for that first few hours. And, but even more importantly, you start yourself off on a good day so that when you get to your second meal and your third meal, and if you're doing smaller meals, your fourth meal, or maybe even your fifth, you're on a good day. So you don't cheat. Whereas if you don't really nail that first meal up front, you know, when you get to your second meal, you're kind of like, ah, oh, I already, you know what? Screw it. Let's just keep eating junk food. Yes. And so, um, so that was a really big piece, you know? So I guess the, the whole, you know, I don't know the, the crux of the personal success piece is sleep, you know, eight hours of high quality, deep sleep in a comfortable, dark, quiet space, you know, and I do the earplugs and eye mask and, you know, all those different things and just try to really nail that piece. So that's, you know, that's kind of critical so that when you wake up, you know, you're, you're rejuvenated. And then first thing for me is, um, water and then exercise and then a really high quality meal. You know, I make a green shake that I've been iterating on for years. Um, and in fact, when I make it, I make two of them for myself. So I've got one in the fridge for later. So I have it for my first meal and then I have it for my third meal. Um, so if, if I get all those pieces, right, the sleep, the, um, the water, the exercise and the food in the morning, um, I'm, I'm pretty much set for a good day. Okay. Well, does that make sense? And then, and then once you start working, like what, what do you usually start with first? Yeah, well, so I, I have different types of days now, essentially. Uh Um, when I, 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 there are two answers, right? So one is if you're, if you're working in a, a business context, if you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're working inside of a company, um, there are really two things that are the main focuses that are, you know, what I would call the money making, you know, or the value creating activities. And those are working on the product or the service and working on the marketing, you know, so making the product great and getting customers uh, to come and buy it. And everything else other than that is, um, is for the most part, it's stuff you can outsource or get other people to do, or it's stuff that if you're working on it, you're probably not doing your highest value work, right? So that's one of my philosophies. Um, and if you're, if you can, when you first come into kind of the workspace, what a lot of folks do is they immediately go check messages and they kind of, you know, as you know, they get on everyone else's agenda, they start fighting fires. And by the time they wake back up, they've lost a lot of their, you know, they've spent a lot of their energy and their willpower and their focus. So they don't, they don't really have it to, to work on those all important things, right? So if, so on, on, on one side, I would say, if you can only do one thing to increase your business productivity, it would be invest that first couple of hours working on the things that improve your product and your marketing and working on the things that are, you know, getting customers, your sales and marketing stuff. And then if you, if you want to take this even to another level, um, 
you know, try to book entire days to do this. Now, I tend to think after a lot of experimentation, I mean, Dan Sullivan's a big fan of, you know, doing the, the full days, right? So you yeah. do like full focus day on your kind of genius level activity, and then you have these buffer days, and then you take free days. And that's, it's a brilliant way of looking at it. It's a really brilliant model. Um, my own experience for myself is that I, I get, I would estimate maybe four great hours in any particular day where like the stars are all lined up, you know, my energy and focus is high. I've got a lot of willpower. I'm, um, I'm energized and kind of inspired. I can see the bigger vision so I can work on the things that are bigger picture kinds of things. So, um, in a day where I'll have the whole day booked for something like, you know, let's say tomorrow, um, I'm going to be making videos. I'm going to be doing, creating training videos tomorrow. And I'll have a day like that on average, maybe let's say once a month, you know, and, uh, I'm going to have, probably four great hours during that day, you know, we'll have to do some setup and we'll do some testing and then we'll get into the content and I'll kind of get warmed up and there'll be a four hour period in that day. And it's probably going to be in the, maybe, you know, from 11 to three or maybe, you know, noon to four, that kind of time frame. And in that window, I'm going to get my best work done and I'll probably shoot once it's edited all down and so forth, I'll probably get a good hour, maybe an hour and a half, or if I'm really lucky and we're really on, maybe I'll get two hours worth of uh, really good usable, you know, teaching and video content done. So a great day to me is, um, in terms of work is the whole day focused on doing one thing that's really high value where I get at least four of the, well, about four of the hours where it's, you know, that, I don't know, that total energetic focus kind of time. And then within that, you know, I try to get something uh, really important done around my product or my marketing. Okay, cool. Now let's talk about the new program. Okay, so yep. that's the uh, the Wake Up Productive program, right? That's what, what it's called? Yeah, sure. You know, so I define productivity as getting what you want. Like to me, productivity is getting the result or the outcome that you wanted. And if you're not getting the outcome you want, then you're not productive, no matter how busy you are or how much you're quote unquote, you know, kind of getting done. And so what I've realized is that over time, by, by paying attention to all of these different aspects of productivity, you can dramatically, I mean, as you know, you can dramatically increase your productivity. You can become like a, you know, like a Jedi, you know, kind of master there. And so what I've done is I've taken all these different methods of, uh, you know, focusing on the higher value activities, methods for creating habits and building willpower and really finding your, your kind of highest vision and your highest state. And I put them together into a 90-day program where once a week we, we do a video and then we do an exercise. It takes about 30 minutes a week on average. And at the end of 90 days, um, you've doubled your productivity. And so this means that you can either keep working the same amount of time and get twice as much of the results that you want. Or, um, you know, if you want, you could be working half as much time and still be getting uh, the same you know, amount of results, same, same kinds of things that you want. Um, what's kind of cool about it is it's not a bunch of rehashed stuff from, you know, the eighties. There's no big planners to carry around, no day timers. We don't, you know, have a bunch of cards with check boxes that you can lose or anything like that. Um, it's focused on a little higher level. Um, over the 90 days, we basically install two habits. We build one personal success ritual, and then we build one business success ritual. And 
we, you know, again, the, the reason why we take 90 days to do it is because if you've ever tried to change a habit overnight or you've said, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to change, I'm going to just start doing these three things different forever, you, you see that that's kind of not possible. Um, it's too stressful um, on our system. So we have to make these little incremental steps. But if you'll, you know, if you'll work with me for 90 days and you'll get together with me once a week, um, we can put these two rituals um, into your life, into your personal life and into your business. And we can literally double your productivity. Yeah, that's a, and that's a, a, a pretty, not a tall order. That's not what I want to say. Actually, it's just more like a, it's a really big impact. It's a great thing to be able to offer people. And what is that, you know, you said once a week, what does that interaction with you look like in this program? Yeah. So in this particular one, um, you know, the, this program has been very popular. People really have loved it over the last several years. So I'm actually rebuilding it from scratch. So um, completely all new videos, all new exercises. There's new summaries. There's, you know, it's really kind of a version 2.0. And I'm adding um, eight live um, follow-up trainings as well. So we actually get live on teleclasses and webinars where we go deeper into the topics. I do some coaching. We do some live question and answer. Because it, you know, over the years of doing these different types of trainings, I've learned that being able to get together with a group to kind of have that accountability, to see what other people are doing, um, to be able to interact and ask questions, you know, so, so we've added that eight times over the um, 90 days, we're going to be getting together live as well um, on webinars and teleclasses. Wow. Okay. And then, so the, the program, the, the, the sales process actually launches today and they have until the end of this week to get in, right? Yeah, exactly. We're actually doing a class here um, where we're all going to do it together and we're going to do it synchronously. So, you know, basically next as we as we're talking here, basically next week when we start, we all get on live and we talk together and then we do our follow ups. So we just we open up registration for one week. Right. OK. And just so people are clear, we're, we will be releasing this episode Monday. Today, Monday is well, when I say today, I'm going to mean Monday, uh, January uh, what is that? Sorry. That's the third, uh, the, the 12th. And then basically you'll have until the end of this week that I'm referring to, to be able to get in on the program. And then, uh, so what kinds of people do you think this is like perfect for? Well, because, um, I've worked so much with entrepreneurs and I've, I've helped a lot of business people be successful. There's a, a little bit of a slant to this program. I mean, you heard that we focus on your personal success and your business success. There's a little bit of a slant toward entrepreneurial um, or business growth, profit growth, um, th that kind of element. Um, in fact, I've got a couple of programs that are bonuses in here. One on um, how to develop your product or your service and make it more valuable. And my best course on marketing, they're actually bonuses for this. So this is, it's great for um, kind of lifestyle entrepreneurs, people that are teachers, authors, speakers, coaches, um, anyone that has a business or is starting a business or wants to grow a business and just wants to have more life, you know, that wants to enjoy their life more. Um, and then, you know, kind of secondarily, it's for, for anyone who feels like they're at a place now, place in their life now where they're stuck, stopped, procrastinating, they don't know how to get themselves into gear and they've come up against their own habits and they realize that, you know, those are, those are challenging things and, uh, who, you know, wants to work with a group using a process that, uh, that's very powerful where we put two simple rituals in place over 90 days that just help you get a lot more done. And, and I guess more importantly, feel like you're getting more done, you know, so you can achieve more of a satisfaction or a fulfillment, um, or a happiness, um, in your life. 
Yeah, well, that that's that's a pretty easy sell if you ask me. So I, I really hope that people <laughs> take the opportunity to check out the program. The, the last question, Evan, that I always like to ask on these these interviews is what would you say are your top three tips for people to be more effective? And you can interpret that however you like. And yeah. it doesn't just have to be about productivity, but three tips for people to be more effective. Yeah, sure. That's, that's actually a, an easy one for me. Um, <laughs> we, you know, our, our minds and our consciousness is very state dependent. You know, the possibilities that we can see for ourselves are dependent on our emotional state, right? So if we're feeling down or we're feeling sad or we're feeling, you know, a lot of fear, and then we try to imagine what our life can be, we'll project it out through that lens of, of fear or negativity and we'll see a small vision for ourselves. Whereas if, you know, we've just climbed a mountain and we're, you know, standing up there on the top of the mountain and it's the tallest mountain we've ever climbed and we're breathing the air and we feel a huge sense of achievement and we're having like a Maslow peak experience. And then right there in that moment, we imagine what our life could be like, right? We're going to project through that lens and we're going to get two totally different, you know, visions and they could be, you know, they could happen an hour apart, right? Um, so, you know, really key is to put yourself in your highest most actualized state of consciousness, however you do that, you know, might be exercise, right? I find that if right after I'm exercised, right after I've exercised, I feel really clear and I feel, a, you know, a, a powerful um, kind of energetic state. Um, if I teach a program that I, it's taken a lot of effort for me to prepare for, and then I go teach it when it's over, I come out and I've got this kind of body kind of high, this like buzz inside of me. Do whatever you have to do to put yourself in that state, but do it intentionally. And then once you're there, imagine what you want for your life. That's the time to vision your life. And then that's the time to also decide on the next habit that you need to put in place in your life because you can see the bigger picture. And that's also the time to do something that's um, not that easy for most of us, which is to put some accountability in place and to make a commitment to it, right? So when you're in your higher self, you can see what you need to do next, right? And then you can see that it's important to get leverage on yourself as uh, Jim Rohn's, Tony Robbins says that one, I love it, right? Get leverage on yourself and you can see that it's worth it. So that's when you're more likely to say, okay, you know, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna exercise every morning for 20 minutes, for the next 30 days. And you know what? It's worth putting some accountability in place. So you know, that's when you write the email to the, the friend and you say, I commit every day. I'm going to work. I'm going to do exercise for 20 minutes first thing. And I'm going to email you right after I do it. And if any day in the next 30 days, um, I don't do my exercise, um, I'm going to send you a check for 500 bucks, you know, or whatever the, whatever the thing is that'll get you accountable and keep you accountable. Um, so, you know, again, Get yourself into your highest possible state and then vision from there. Choose the next habit that you want to put in place. Imagine doing it every day in your life and then put some accountability there to make sure that you do it. And if you do it every day for 30 days, you know, and you do it consistently, it'll probably stick and then you won't have to think about it anymore and you can move on to your next one. Well, that is a really, really detailed and great answer. So, uh, Evan, thank you for that. And so we're going to have links in the show notes, of course, but where's the best place for people not only to find out more about the program, but more about you? Um, you know, for this, just go to wakeupproductive.com. 
Um, and you know, the idea behind wake up productive is you do this process and then you wake up and you're more productive. You, know, you don't have to kind of do anything. It's, it's kind of hardwired in. And if you go there and, uh, you, you know, you just register, um, either for the program or you sign up for some of our, um, you know, free tips or newsletters, I'll follow up with you and you'll learn a lot about me. Awesome. Well, Evan, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for sharing the program. And I, I really hope people get in there and, and benefit from it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's been fun. Hello everyone. Thanks for listening to the less doing podcast. If you want to find out more information of the show, we would love to hear from you. You can go to lessdoing.com where you can look at Ari's blog, see the show notes for this episode, and also look at all the other episodes before this. If you want to send us a voicemail, we would love to hear from you and we'll play it on the show. You go to lessdoing.com, click on contact, and look on the right side of the page where you'll see a, a send voicemail button. Click on that and go ahead and record an audio message for us. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter. Ari's Twitter handle is at Ari Mizell, and mine is at Felix Bird. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you next time.